last time on Dice Funk. If you guys want to get into Fort Splendor, uh, you're going to need transportation and you're going to need credentials. Oh my god, is it like a USO? Am I in the USO? Of course. Get in, get nucky, get out. I'm sure it can't get any worse. Oh, a crit failed. <laughs> hey, Ed, this is a spooky guy. We take him back to the base, and if anything's asked, it's, oh, we were just driving down the road, and we saw them in the middle of the road. Someone else must have hit them. Well, if he, like, wakes up and then murders us. He can't even get the solstice off. That's that's the holiday. Yeah. Nobody asked, but that's the holiday that's happening. Frank's going to leave this for now and just be like, okay, there is a lab somewhere around. Maybe my roadies can come along, too. They would love to see the base. Wow. That sounds like a real cock block. Okay, bye. I have to go to the show. Bye. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens, you know? And so what happens is, after you sit there with the body for a while, lamenting your inability to go out and get a costume and do some solid snake stuff, uh, you get a response from Inspector Graves. And it says, where'd you find President Aaron? Counted to three like he's meant to. What what alignment does that make him on the Golden Girls scale? All the Golden Girls were chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> Is there no lawful good Golden Girl? No, I think even Rose would be chaotic good. I I grew up in a country that didn't have Golden Girls. If I can learn Golden Girls, anyone can. That is so motivational. <laughs> and you got me addicted to magic, you fucking dick basket. <laughs> I can't stop buying cards. I've like six binders of cards. I don't have <laughs> I don't do anything with them. I just cry and and then collect more because there's there's empty holes in the binder that must be filled. And now you understand Frank as a character. <laughs> oh, I understood him before I came back to this, though. I thought I was past this. It's like sunk cost fallacy the game. <laughs> You're like, well, I already assembled most of this deck. I might as well. There's cards I don't even want, but I'm like, I have to fill that spot in the binder. It's empty right now. I don't want an empty spot. Just put a comma in that spot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there's numerical <laughs> order to these things. <laughs> Oof. You got any holographic lands that you don't need? <laughs> Use some of those. Okay, do you guys want to do a D&D podcast? Sure. Can we just do a Golden Girls podcast now? Ooh, yeah. Chris, it's Chris. It's be called The Last Slice of Cheesecake. Okay. New idea. Let's do it. Me and you. Let's just stop doing this. All right, guys, we're going to go head off and film the first episode Bye. of The Last Slice of Cheesecake. We'll catch you later. <laughs> I'm sad. Oh no, we're still here. It's okay. You talk about it's, it's okay. I can run everyone else's characters except for Cat because I don't have a character sheet. But you know, oh, it's easy to play Cat's character. When in doubt, shoot people. Yes. Hey, it's a lot more complicated than that. There's a grenade to consider too. Oh yeah. If true. you want to be Lenora, just take drugs whenever the chance arises. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to call out each other's characters anymore before we start? I hate the cat. <sighs> Wait, me? I'm going to leave it blank. You guys can determine which one it is, but I hate it. I just want to put it out there. Okay, so what happened last episode? Why don't <laughs> somebody tell me? Uh, we went to a party. We found out where the nerds were at at the, at the military party. 
I crashed a truck. I flirted with a soldier. I hit a person. Chris crashed, crashed a truck and it turns out that the person in the back of that truck is, uh, was it Aaron Aeronautics? Yep, it was President Aaron, the person for whom Aaron Aeronautics is named. Uh, you guys found a nerd building. You guys, I we described the plan for this heist as like a USO show. Does that reference track? Because I realized after we recorded that USO is a, an American thing. <laughs> Tell me if I've understood USO correctly, because I don't actually know what it is. I only know references from The Simpsons. So I'm assuming it's kind of like a musical performance and comedians are also there. And it's a show for soldiers to be like, hey, you've worked hard. Have some fun. Yeah, more or less. Is that kind of it? (laughs) Yeah, it's entertainment for soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically what you guys did to get on the base. It's going well. Lenora has a tour slash date planned with Private Fortune. Uh, Katarina, you're in the back of the truck with Aaron, who is unconscious. Uh, we described his look last episode as he's a black guy with, uh, like, he's wearing a robe. He's very, he's basically Jesus. Uh, <laughs> basically the way he's dressed and the fact that he was just wandering through the desert when you hit him with the truck. Um, so that's where we are. Who wants to start? Flip a coin. Ooh, that's a good that's a good one. Um it'll decide which it'll decide which one of the four of us goes first. <laughs> I rolled a four on, on my on my four sided coin here. You needed to pick who was one, two, three, and four for that to oh, work. Shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Rank incompetence. Frank, Frank is four. Okay, Frank will go first. <laughs> okay. So what's what's currently going on at the party? I know where the nerd where the nerd place is. I mean, that's a good question for Lenora. She is the party. DJ, it's your party. Why don't you tell us, Lauren? I think last we left it, I was I was making rad beats, and George was doing a mini laser light show with a wig on. Or is it still party time? I mean, like, are we still? Am I still jamming, or is it somebody else's set? It's up to you. You're you're in charge. Oh God, my least favorite words. <laughs> well, I imagine nothing crazy happens during my show. We we gotta make something crazy happen. I mean, l- listen. I mean, first and foremost, like, how many, like, sweet-ass drops happen during the show? That's that's the first question. Many. Many, okay. Many. Okay, so I've I've got some investigative ideas. Uh, so we found out last week where the nerd building was. Yeah, the nerd building. Okay, so there... It's where we all live. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the card swipe and some kind of scan to get in. Yeah, it's basically a biometric scanning with a... It's very high-tech. Yeah. Are there any, like, visible windows around the outside of that building? <laughs> no. That would be really great just for security. We're like, yeah, I have to build a top-secret technology building on this government base in the middle of the desert. Oh, no, I put too many windows. <laughs> I'm but, not well, su- well, but, maybe, but maybe there's an in-window air conditioning unit because you got to keep cool in there, I'm you know? Not, I'm not asking, is there a window that, like, I can look through and see the top-secret stuff going in through that window? I'm just asking, is there a window no. of any kind to any kind of unimportant room that's technically inside no and i mean that i was doing that for comedy purposes not to harangue your your question questions are good it was just a funny <laughs> idea for me um i should describe the the nerd building some more it's a really long building uh pretty narrow though um mm. basically like an airplane hangar um but solid all around um and there's only one entrance which is the one with the really high security so th- it's not hiding it's very much like the here is all the secrets stay out <laughs> Okay, and 
is there much activity of nerds going in and out of the nerd building, or is it, like, not really anyone around? No, in fact, the one nerd you saw, because you rolled really well, uh, didn't seem like he was even supposed to be out. He basically just snuck out to steal food from the party, and then, like, scurried back. Like, he wasn't supposed to be uh, letting people know how to get in, <laughs> and you did a good roll. Okay, did I did I catch his name? I don't remember if he had a name. No, he was just Dr. McScience, dude. Mm. Do- Dr. McScience, dude. Okay. I mean, no, that's a joke. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I was going to call the McScience dude's family and just be like, yo, I saw your son here. He's totally fresh. You know, I'd love to be his friend, but I need him to let me into his super secure nerd building. <laughs> Can you totally... Help me out, fam. You know, just Dr. McScience dude of the Westchester McScience dude. It's a very mm, prestigious family. Very prestigious, yes. <laughs> uh okay. Leave me on that for a second. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a think about what I what I can do, but that that's gotten me my thoughts on, on where I'm gonna go. Who wants to do a thing for a second? I'm trying to think of if Ed is gonna stay with um Lenora to help with the stage show or is off sort of just skulking about trying to look very unassuming with his roadie gear on. If he's able to slip out of the room of the party, is that kind of doing a similar thing that Frank's done, but not just looking at any other buildings to see if anything seems interesting in terms of personnel entering, exiting, stuff like that. Yeah, why don't we get an investigation roll on the books? I can give you that. Uh, I'm not going to be great at it, but I, I'll give you that. 16. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, so there are only a couple buildings on site here at this base and it occurs to you with a 16 that this is a pretty small base all things considered uh valentine isn't a really militaristic uh country like there's Mm -hmm. no wars that you know of because getting bombed is bad for business right there are enough people at the party to like fill out that building but that's all the soldiers more or less it's not a big military. Uh, the place where you guys parked the truck, the carpool, there are uh, some Jeeps and some APCs and, but, you know, some armored stuff, but there's no tanks. Like, right. this is not uh, right. preparing an invasion of the mainland. <laughs> so so we kind of to do some things from it. It looks more like a base that is meant to house and sort of protect something that's being done on the inside rather than to host an army to attack things on the outside. It's sort of why I kind of view it as. Absolutely. And you know from the emails you guys looked at that Project Eternity is here. That's not something that right. there's any confusion about. This no, moment. no, no. But the, it, it, the the look of the base kind of confirms that sort of configuration. It is The base is here primarily to protect Project Eternity, it seems. And I assume that outside of what we have, we have a couple of other buildings, the nerd buildings, some administrative buildings, bunkers, stuff like that, but nothing too deep beyond that. With a 16, the other building that you think is probably noteworthy is one that seems to be officers' quarters. Mm. So where the people who actually have status and importance would be. You got noticeably, you did not see General Heller at the party. Mm. The only other thing I would note is that I think maybe now it clicks that part of the reason that the military has been doing security in the city is because they don't really have anything else to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why not make some money being private security? Right. It gives them something to do and otherwise. Okay. Um, Ed's probably going to case a little bit around the officer's building The on the exterior. He's not going to try to get in or anything. He's just going to kind of go around it, see if there's any notable features of it, and lay low and not try to draw attention to himself as he does so. Mm-hmm. Um, just see if anything of note c- comes to him from it. 
I'm assuming there's nothing too crazy feature-wise on the outside of it, though. Nope, the officer's quarters is less heavily uh, security-featured than the nerd building, as we have committed to calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several entrances exits, and there is a card swipe as well, but it doesn't seem like it has a biometric uh, lock, because that would very much hamper people's ability to go come in and out with any kind of speed, so... Uh, I was hoping for like some sort of like like mini foyer area with like vending machines that you can get in without a card swipe. So, man, you can't even get into the the law school without a card swipe. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, uh, but that's basically the amount that he does, and then he will probably circle around the the building where the party's happening just for another sort of spot before heading back in. Um, I I have a cunning plan for Frank, and I don't know if this is gonna work, but I have a plan. <laughs> Well, listen, a plan is better than not a plan. <laughs> okay, so uh, the nerd that I saw last time uh, that wasn't supposed to be at the party, and from their behavior, I got the impression that like they they would be in trouble if they were seen there, and they would probably be, you know, very forcibly made to go back to work. So is there anyone around that I get a sense of that, like, if you saw that nerd there, you'd be very mad? So if I'm understanding your question correctly, you're looking for somebody to narc on? To to narc to? Well, that's not my plan, quite. If I see someone that, like, could be narked to, I want to disguise myself as that person that wasn't meant to be in the party and get myself in trouble so I'm I'm dragged back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm into this. Uh, so you <laughs> you find somebody who is uh, clearly of a higher rank. They have like more stars and stripes and buttons and pins and all kinds of military stuff. What do people have? Medals. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> and you, you you can get their attention. I think it's going to be a performance role to sell this, but you're going to cast uh, Illusion on yourself? I'm going to cast uh, Disguise Self, and my intention is to basically be sort of very anxiously like... I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you, but 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 I lost my thing, and I'm supposed to be at work, and I wasn't supposed to leave here in the first place. But I'm supposed to be back in there, but I can't find my thing. And please don't kill me. Sort of <laughs> attitude. Um. Right. So, did you say performance? Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, performance is plus five. That's that's one of them good ones I have. Eighteen. Yeah, that's very good. So you get the attention of a uh, higher-ranked uh, snake folk uh, military officer, a Sneeple. Nursen. <laughs> oh, God, is, is it Snursen or Sneeple? Sneeple is the group. Snursen is an individual. One Snursen, many Sneeple. You know what? That's fair. And that's on me. <laughs> I should have known that. Um, and you walk up to them, and you're just, like, uh, fumbling and being... Yeah, I'm uh, just like... Uh, I'm sorry, I was I don't want to be out here. <laughs> and the snurse and sta- snaps at you. Lieutenant McScience, what are you doing in here? <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> Lieutenant Snurson. I wasn't meant to be here in the area. I lost my card. I'm sorry. Um he grabs you by the scruff of your neck and starts pulling you out of the party. Um does your illusion work physically? Does he feel human skin and hair when he touches you? Uh, yes. He, y- yes. Okay. I mean, the guy you're the guy you're pretending to be is a human. So I just that's I just the, get that's that's why I was like that's why it's a good thing is grab you by the neck and not by the collar because <laughs> your collar is so popped it would yes. give you away. My 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 skin is okay, but my clothes might not feel the same as they really would. All right. So he drags you out, and uh, the party and says, "What do you think you're doing here, Lieutenant?" 
Ah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a, a lieutenant at the nurse, and I'm aware I'm meant to be. I'm meant to be back at work. I wasn't meant to be out here, and I've accidentally lost my card while I'm out here, and I just want to get back to work. I'm really sorry. I just want to get back to work, sir. If you need another card, go see General Heller. Stop wasting our time and money. Thank We're you, repaying sir. you. We're not paying you here to drink punch. Oh, thank you, thank you, sir. Um, of the buildings that we're aware of, is there one that's a good guess for where Heller would be? Yes, the uh, officer's quarters that uh, Ed is casing right now. He points you in that direction. Uh, Frank is going to start heading that direction. Okay, you still do need a card to get into that building. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking a risk here, I'm aware. All right, so I guess you walk up to the officer's quarters and you knock on the door? Uh, yep, knock on the door if I don't have any other way in. Yeah, so after a little bit, you hear some ruffle- rustling behind the door and it opens and you see General Heller. He is a enormous King Cobra with a, a very impressive hood, wearing a general's uh, uniform, all totally decked out in medals. And he says, uh, what do you, I'm sorry, <clears throat> what do you want? I'm terribly, terribly sorry, Heller. Uh, Heller, I, I, I managed to get myself locked out of the building and I need to get a replacement card and I'm terribly sorry for inconveniencing you, sir. Sorry, sir. Uh, roll deception. 20 plus 2. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, no. Three, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness oh, no. gracious. Have I screwed up the heist? Oh, no. I, I, I have a feeling that, like, at some point, like, Ed's walking behind uh, the disguised Frank and trying to just sort of, like, not draw attention to himself as Frank is doing this. This, this could not have gone worse. No, it couldn't. I mean, this is a really cool plan. If you would have crit, then you might have just won the heist single-handedly, but you botched. And that's going to have the opposite effect, which we will get back to. But this is a very good cliffhanger. And also, I need to think about it because I need to be tough but fair on this. So let's go to another scene. I have plans for when I'm done with my show. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to find Private Fortune. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> hey, so how about that tour we were talking about? Yeah, I'll give you the full tour. Yeah, totally. My bunk, uh, under the covers, uh, the pillow, the full <laughs> tour. Yeah, show me, show me. <laughs> okay, uh, Private Fortune's going to try to suavely give you uh, the shortest possible tour to try to take you back to makeouts. I have a plan for while we're making out, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so let's just jump to the, just jump to the chase. Let's get to the chase here. The chase is the worst. I want to try to steal his ID card while we're making out. He's very leathery. What do I? What do I? What do I roll for that? <laughs> for him to be leathery? No, for me to steal his ID card. <laughs> Sleight of hand. Okay. It's the one skill that is literally only useful in this situation. Yep. Eight. Not great. Yeah, I think he thinks you're trying to take off his clothes. Can you please extricate us from this okay. awful situation, I'm Lauren? Sneakily <laughs> press the thaumaturgy song on my MP3 player and make it sound like somebody's going, Hey, Lenora, it's time to pack up your stuff. Nice. Oh, no, I have to go. Gotta go pack up my gear. Bye. This is great. <laughs> okay. So you, did, you ditch him? Yeah, I'm going to ditch him for now. I'll try again later. We'll get some. Okay, that didn't work. I thought it was going to work. I thought I had better than that. Slide of hand. The, the thing about RPGs is there's 100,000 choices at every possible opportunity. So, But now I know how leather he is, so I guess my disguise self will be way better if I disguise myself as him. <laughs> That's how you rationalize these things. <laughs> All of our kiss mistakes have to mean something. So Right. Okay, so I guess I'm going to go look for Ed then. 
Uh, you see Ed, and you see Ed seeing Frank, and you see Ed seeing Frank fucking up. <laughs> so, let's get to Katarina first, because that's gonna pop off in a major way. I don't see how. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm gonna poke him with a stick, then? <laughs> okay, so you have a stick in the back of this truck, and you're gonna poke Aaron? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read. You just... <laughs> okay, I thought you were just gonna stare at him intently. <laughs> what are you reading? Uh, me- menu. I was gonna say, a hundred ways to throw a punch, how to become the punch master. <laughs> Why would she need to read that book when she wrote it? Because she's vain. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> I was gonna say, must I be selling well? She has so much money troubles. Man, I, man, I was totally out of fire when I wrote this chapter. Oh, this one's good, too. Ah, uh, it's my favorite quote for the book. That's why I put it on the back. <laughs> wow, I'm a literary genius. Okay, so you're reading over the unconscious body of this man wearing a robe that you hit with your car, which is still just a very good sentence. What's a keychain? What? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what's a keychain? She's reading through a fancy restaurant stuff. She doesn't know what quiche is. Oh. Okay. I still, I'm still confused about you just have, do you just have a menu with you or is it part of like the. I don't know. All right. We're creating this story together. Uh, Maybe we stole a delivery truck. Yeah, I would say it might be part of the catering, or maybe you yeah. just pulled up the Cheesecake Factory's menu on your phone. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably what she's doing right now. Okay. She wants to see if they have any good, like, chicken breast deals. <laughs> so you're looking up the hottest BOGO breasts. <laughs> well, that and mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't remind me. How much mac and cheese did you eat, Austin? Too much. It won't make any sense to the audience to discuss my bad dietary choices. He ate too much mac and cheese and he wouldn't tell us how much. Everybody roast him. I, I've completely lost the momentum of the scene. Um, <laughs> Aaron wakes up. <laughs> Go. Okay. So Katarina, you're reading a menu. Yes. And from the floor, you hear a voice say, So how long are you going to leave me on the floor there? Yeah. What was that? Mm, that's what I sound like. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're awake? I've been awake. For how long? I was just seeing what kind of person you were. I was interested in what you do, and I did not foresee this. <laughs> foresee what? Nothing. <laughs> Torture, I'd understand. Kidnappings, ransom, any kind of mayhem, but... Inaction. The most despicable thing I can think of. <laughs> 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 You think this is in action? I got plans, Rowan. Roll them on me, girl. What do you got? <laughs> well, you're the big cheese from Aaron Aeronautics, right? The biggest Havarte there is. <laughs> Give me some of that queso. <laughs> <laughs> I got all queso you want. What are you looking for? I have word that Aaron Aeronautics does not have a particularly great relationship with the board of Crown Corporation. They don't invite me for tea, if that's what you mean, but I don't think I'd accept if they did. I'd imagine not, although there is also the case of a killer robot of yours that's been around the city. You've met Ash. He's, uh, temperamental, that one, but he does care about the hybrid. He'll bring him back eventually. Is that what you're here for? Nah, it's personal time. I make this trip every year around the holiday. What for? It just to wander around the desert until you die? <laughs> that that was the idea originally. <laughs> Before I was anyone to anybody. 
<laughs> before I had company to my name. I came out to Valentine during the solstice and I found myself wandering the desert, drunk and alone. And I had a vision, a vision of the bright future that I have made for myself. And I come back every year to reflect on it. It's a uh, meditative. So you come over here, do one of your like spiritual walkabout motherfucking shit, and then you come back here every day just to, or every year just to do it again? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Aren't you like a millionaire? I have other people who worry about that for me. All I care about is the next new exciting discovery. The innovation. So it gets me up in the morning. That must be nice not having to worry about that shit. It has its downsides. Every day I wake up and I am at war with the person I was the day before who is a fool. And I am better for it. It's grueling, but it has its rewards and that I'm constantly bettering myself. Yeah, you should write a book with that. I have several bestsellers. I'll sign one if you got it. Nah, I don't read shit. Oh. <laughs> you spent the last half hour reading that menu, girl. What the good blazes are you talking about? I never had a keychain before. I was trying to try it out. Trying to think if it's any good. Overrated. Them keychains. Oh, well, there we go. Words straight from on top himself. <laughs> That's Mr. On Top to you. <laughs> Nobody's a mister to me. <laughs> he's he's sitting up now and he's just kind of uh like picking his fingernails completely unfazed you actually get the sense he was basically playing possum the entire time so what do you do now if you're not crippled from being hit by a truck you know i suppose this go a couple of ways i'm not sure what you're doing out here but if you aim to uh kill me i'd appreciate if you bury me with a clear view of the moon if not you could take me back to valentine i'm sure i could set your family up with a a nice vacation to Lion Hill. You can come see the factory, or maybe you and I can just fight to the death in the back of this here truck. It's up to you. I mean, a fight to the death sounds pretty good, but I really don't figure it has to go that way. Yes, it would be a shame to hit a, <laughs> such a pretty girl that I have never, do not even know the name of yet. Yeah, we'll get to that in time. Um, would it be advantageous to you to see a change occur within the Crown Corporation board? <laughs> the only advantages I am interested in are the ones I create myself. If you think you can offer me something, I will not silence you, but I would dissuade you from wasting too much of your precious minutes on this here earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got a little goal in mind, and that involves create a bit of a shakeup in that council, in that board of directors. I was wondering if maybe you wanted to assist in that, especially you have... Uh, you know, more of your assassin bots. <laughs> I do not think of them so much as assassins. Uh, Ash is earnest in his way. <laughs> he stabbed me in the neck with a needle. <laughs> what possible cause could he have to stab you? You are not the hybrid, are you? Pfft, no, I don't think so. I don't know what the hybrid is, but I don't think I'm that. And perhaps he is malfunctioning and I will recall him immediately. Uh, my apologies. Do you need his arm back? And I'm going to pull his arm out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he reaches a hand out as if to take for it from you. He's not like super psyched, but he will take it if you're offering it. I'm going to break off a piece of it mm -hmm. and keep that. Yeah, he says, thank you kindly. I'd uh, looking forward to these diagnostics. I would hate to think that there's been some kind of code oversight that has harmed uh, such a charming young lady. <laughs> He's macking on you so hard. I know, but I'm not interested in that shit right now. 
I got my own stuff. Ask him to pay off our debts. <laughs> hey, hey, I hit you with my truck. I know this may sound crazy, but do you think maybe you just want to cut me a quick check? Because, <laughs> like, we didn't, we didn't kill you afterwards, so... Do you have any kind of, like, phone or anything on you, it looks like? Looks like you just wander out in the desert with nothing. <laughs> I have everything I need. You're one of those people. All right. <laughs> if you're into the whole spirit of life and having fun in the moment... How would you be interested in helping out with a, a little bit of a, a game of steel? I couldn't think of a children's game that was about stealing, so <laughs> I just set it on. Hey, do you mind? Uh, how would you like to help us steal something? You have an awful lot of questions, young lady. May I ask you one of my own? Go for it. This is something I ask most people I intend on working with. Uh, it's something that was asked to me when I came to this desert for the first time and had my revelatory vision. So I'm just going to pose it to you straight. What do you think you deserve? It's one of those questions. Oh, geez. No one deserves anything. You get what you get. That's what I learned. Well, young miss, I think I'd feel like I may steal just about anything for you right at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) So right now... I'm part of a group that's caught in the midst of that game, being used to do jobs in between the various members of the Crown Corporation. And I'm looking to get out of that game by winning it. As someone who has climbed all the ladders available, I would caution you against this approach, if only because I know firsthand you will not find what I think you are looking for. And I know, as somebody who's competed in many ladder matches in my time, (laughs) you knock the other guy off the top of the ladder, and that's the best way to win. Hmm. See, we could both do ladder metaphors. I suppose we can. The building I work in does not have my name on it because I was better than everyone around me. It has my name on it because I am more valuable than everyone around me. Do you understand? Yeah, I feel you. You better than everybody else. (laughs) <laughs> that is precisely what I do not mean. I I am an inventor. I am an innovator. I challenge boundaries. I push envelopes. I do not slit throats and steal trinkets. If that is how you want to win, you can, but there will always be someone next in line ready to slit yours. There's always someone chasing after you. It's your job to beat them. That's how I learned it. I can't tell you what you learned is wrong. It is what you learned. But I can also tell you what I've learned. And that is, where I am, no one slits my throat because it would cost too much to do so. And that is real power. Where I came from, what we learned was to survive. If you need bread, you take it. Whether it's snatching it off the shelf, picking it from someone's pocket, or ripping it right out of the next guy's mouth. You do what you need to to survive. It's a dangerous philosophy, but I am interested in seeing if it works. I'd be more than happy to prove it to you. I think I'd like that. Just bang already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to cut back. I think I think you convinced Aaron to help you steal from this military base. Um, Huzzah. So back at the officer's quarter, Frank, you knock at the door, General Heller answers, and you tell him you lost your card. Yeah. Oh, boy. And which he he immediately knows something is wrong. Uh, he didn't address him properly. He didn't salute. 
he doesn't have his ID or anything. He's like super suspicious. And also Heller was at Sharp Investments when you guys broke in. Um, and so he probably got a full briefing about you guys being on the hunt for uh, crown jobs. Basically, Frank fucked up. <laughs> General Heller uh, holds a handout. And if, if you're probably familiar with the Dungeons and Dragons concept of the soul bonded weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is in the normal game, basically swords that are attached to your soul and you can either just pull them out of your soul pocket. <laughs> he does that, but it's a grenade launcher. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a... A grenade launcher appears in his hand as if pulled from the depths of his soul. It is actually bound to him spiritually. He, and with one hand, he takes that weapon, and the other, he grabs you and puts it to your head. Even though this is preposterous that he would pull the trigger and kill both of you right here. It is a very strong intimidation tactic. <laughs> and he says, which one are you? Uh, which one of what? Uh, he throws you inside of the building and go, slams the door behind him, and it locks. Outside, Ed and Lenora, you see Frank get general napped. Ed is going to see that. He's going to turn to Lenora. Well, that's one way to get into one of those buildings. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't look good. We should invest. We should go back back him up. It's a good idea, but getting inside is going to be a tr- going to be a problem without some without some other method. Here's my plan, y'all. I want to go back to Private Fortune and be like, "Ooh, I want to meet the general. Can you give me, can you introduce me? Am I roadie? <laughs> okay, uh, roll again, I guess, for deception if you're, you're lying about your intentions. Uh, I, will, I will try to, to aid by complimenting. I heard you were very good at smooches. <laughs> do, I, do I get advantage for smooching? Yes. 23, and he crit on his helping. Natural 20 on my deception to help with the with the ploy. All right. Private blue balls reporting for duty. <laughs> Do snakes have balls? No one knows. Scientists aren't quite sure. Maybe someday they'll figure it out. Um, Do snakes have balls? That's not going to be the, that's not going to be the title of the episode. Just just a heads up. Facts uh, I, I just learned about uh, snakes. Male snakes have two penises. <laughs> Snakes carry their testicles inside their lower abdomen. Same. They're usually directly <laughs> attached to the kidneys. I'm learning a lot about snakes today. Snakes do have <laughs> balls. Snake class. You can blue ball a snake. <laughs> well, this snake class is going by exceptionally. Snakes class. Like, 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 basically, I like to think at one point, Ed just his natural twenty from the deception is just him doing finger guns at Private Fortune, and that's all he's doing. So Private Fortune grabs a card from the front of the barracks uh, and walks you guys over to the officer's quarters and swipes it to get you guys in. And you're going to walk in on Frank being interrogated by General Heller, which has been going on in the meantime. So let's get back to that. Hi. Uh, So you've been dragged into the officer's quarters by a giant cobra man. He throws you on the floor and uh, puts a boot on your throat and says, identify yourself, maggot. Uh, I don't know what you're on about. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> um, all right, he's gonna stomp on your face. Um, I'm gonna, I guess I get advantage. Actually, he, uh, as he's going to stamp on my face, uh huh. I want to cast. You can't counterspell. You can't <laughs> counterspell that. I'm not I'm gonna go. counterspell. I want to cast hold person. All right, so he needs to make a wisdom saving throw to avoid being magically bound. Yes, a wisdom save. 
not particularly wise. Uh, seven, that's going to fail. Yeah, that's going to fail. So this doesn't buy me much time, but he's now paralyzed for one minute. All right, so walk me through this. He pulls you in, locks the door. It locks automatically when it swings closed. He throws you down on the floor, walks over, steps on your throat, and starts questioning you. And you... Uh, as he's like foot on the throat, Frank is groveling, groveling, groveling. Foot comes up to do a stamp on, on the face, at which point Frank is like, aha, here is my moment. Hands straight for the trading card wallet. Pulls the first card out of it without even looking. It's just, the deck will know which card Frank needs. Out comes hold person. Hella's foot stops like a millimeter from Frank's face. <laughs> but my question is, what is the name of the card that has hold person? Oh, yeah, I've... N- I've not used hold person yet, have I? Uh, That's right. You just got it for the booster deck, so... Stop. Hammer time. <laughs> yes, that is it. It's done. We're not doing anything else. Frank cast, <laughs> Frank cast stop hammer time. Just just, just for flavor, when that card is cast, um, not only is Hella, like, frozen in place, but he has a big, like, a big giant clock around his neck now. <laughs> Are we confusing flavor Flav with MC Hammer? I'm worried. I think so. Possibly, but I want I want a big clock there to be like, ah, clock's not moving. Nerd. <laughs> Does the clock say hammer time? Yeah, it's 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 a hammer time clock and it has stopped. Does he abruptly have parachute pants when it when it triggers? Yes. Good. Yes. Good. He's he's now just like he, he no longer looks like an army general, he looks like an eighties music video. Nice. Living the dream. Do you do anything with him before Lenora and Ed bust into the room and save you? I hadn't honestly assumed that was going to work, so now I have to look at what other <laughs> op- I'm now quickly scrolling through for what options do I have. Um, yeah, I just stuff a sock in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, while, while he's frozen, I want to see if I can get his key card. Mm. Yeah, you absolutely can. Okay, so I want to try and find his, his key card. Um... But it's attached to his, like, a waist on a lanyard. Uh, is there anything around that I could quickly try and tie him up with? Technically, every six seconds, whole person allows the person who's been paralyzed to make another saving throw. If Laura wants to do something besides just take objects in the basic uh, area, like she wants to move him and do that, that's going to be another roll. Let's go for a second roll in the hopes that I can have him tied out the way and then transform myself. <laughs> Okay, so to recap, he goes to stop on your face. You use stop hammer time to freeze him. You jump up, grab his ID card, and now he's going to try to bust out. Here comes the wisdom saving roll against 15. Yeah. 18. Uh, I should have quit while I was ahead, shouldn't I? Yeah, probably. Um, So he fires his grenade launcher indoors at the wall behind you. Shit, really? People don't get into the military to not fire weapons. Wow, this has been an episode of education. Also because it will bring other people to assist. He's not just a psycho. My, my, I, uh. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, right. Nice. 22. Yes, that absolutely saves. Does a surprisingly elegant diving roll away from the explosion. Yeah, so Frank, what do you do? You steal the ID card, you run off to get rope, you come back, he busts out of it and shoots the wall, the far wall behind you, so it's not like you are blown to smithereens on uh, on the spot. He's basically trying to send a signal for people to back him up while knocking you down. Okay, I currently have his ID. I'm gonna transform into Hella. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the classic, which one is the real snake general? I love it. <laughs> which one is the real snake general? Well, probably the one with the ID that says he's the real fake snake general. <laughs> All right. So you saved. So let's take some damage here. This is going to hit him too, because this is splash damage in within a building. But uh, so that would be 16 damage. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that's a it's a pretty big explosion at the same time. Ed Lenora, you guys walk up to the door. Private Fortune swipes the card. The door pops open. He swings it and he goes after you. <laughs> the exp- explosion rips the door off and knocks you all to the ground. You don't take damage. It was just like a shockwave. Did it knock him out? Uh no, he's not. He's knocked to the ground. Can I try to steal his ID while he's knocked to the ground? <laughs> you want to make another slide of hand check? You're very excited about this. Before I do that, I want to pop the knocks. Okay. <laughs> All right, advantage on everything. A five and a 12. Okay, with a 12, you can grab his ID, but he does see you do it. I don't think Lenora would take it if she knows he'll see, because Lenora's trying really hard not to get um, Memphis in trouble if possible. All right, I mean, the building did just explode in front of you. But I'm not disguised. That's true. And people are starting to run over from the party in the flames of the building you could see through the blow, blown off door you see there are two general hellers too many hellers too many hellers <laughs> one has a grenade launcher and one does not frank is going to like grab the id that he has and shout at private fortune private fortune uh, arrest that man uh, get that man into custody now there's a, all right there's a forgery here deception do i get advantage because i have his id in my hand I would say yes, except he has General Heller's soul-bonded weapon, which I think would be disadvantaged, so perhaps those cancel each other out. Soul-bonded, yeah. Forgot it was soul-bonded, right? Let's... Yeah. Let's... Let's go... While we calculate some roles, I looked at the deals at Publix. No! (laughs) (laughs) If I believe correctly, Austin ate 42 ounces of mac and cheese. (laughs) I don't know how Um, And while that was happening, Frank got a five! On deception. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. He doesn't know which is which. And Heller turns and says, Private Fortune, arrest this fake. Meanwhile, Katerina. Hey, what's up? Hey, you and Aaron. It's mononymic. He only has one name, like Prince or Cher. Aaron gets out of the back of the truck with you. You guys are in the carpool. This is before the bomb goes off and blows up half of the officer's quarters. Uh, you guys get out of the truck. What do you do? He's real. He's just following you. She's like, you, you, <laughs> you lead the way, lady. Uh, I'm going to see. Can I find like a, a guard uniform around anywhere? Uh, on guards. Yeah, but they got to have like, where's uh, is there barracks around? Yeah, you guys can just walk into the barracks. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to go into barracks. I'm going to grab a uniform. I got a spare uniforms in there, right? Sure. Uh, why don't you roll me stealth? Oh, you want that, eh? All right. Just to see if you get spotted, because there are there are guards. It's a military base. People are looking around every once in a while. Uh, stealth check. Sure. I bet this will go really well. In fact, I have confidence it will. Seven. All right. So <laughs> it does not today. Today I got a. Uh, I went for Chinese food. My boss at work got Chinese food for all of us, and I got a fortune cookie. And mine had no fortune in it. It was just an empty cookie. And I feel. That was very thematic for what my night in Dice Funk was going to be. So I'm going to roll as often as possible to cause chaos. <laughs> if, if you had a fortune cookie with no fortune in it, my reading on that would be that you and Private Fortune are not going to get the dramatic reunion that you're supposed to have because no fortune. Mm. I flirted with them too much. It's possible. So you fail the stealth check. Uh, which means you run over to a bunk, you see a uniform you think will fit you, you start uh, 
you know, getting it on. I guess it probably doesn't fit great over your other clothes, so you're struggling with a bit, which makes too much noise. Someone comes over to check, uh, just a nondescript, um, I say, dragonborn um, petty officer, someone who's like just making the rounds, and they see you, and they're like, hey, you, what are you doing over there? Uh, me? <laughs> yes, you. Uh, I'm really sorry. I, I, am I making too much of a racket? <laughs> I don't know what you're going for, so I can't ask you to roll because I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's how I win. <laughs> Which of your characters is this, Chris? Oh, you'll find out. Okay, can you roll something for me, Chris? It's making a surprise. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a deception check, and I get advantage on this because I'm convincing him I'm someone new. So 18. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. <laughs> that's how I took a feat for it. I'm convincing him I'm somebody else. Okay. <sighs> What's your name, soldier? Uh, Dunstan. John Dunstan Chegson. <laughs> Dunstan Chegson. No. The, the soldier hates you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Private Dunstan checking in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm so lost. I can, I can only hope that this greatly helps out the on-demand purchase rates for the movie Dunstan Checks In. Who's your CEO, Private Checks In? Uh, it's, you know, uh, oh man, I forgot his name. Look, I really love Laura. I really wanted to see her, but I'm, I'm not a great soldier, you know? Um, at this point, Aaron, who is like hiding uh, in a corner, sees that you don't know the name of the CEO, it's the name of the CEO, and knows you've given yourself away. He walks over. Uh, he grabs this soldier, uh, one hand on his bottom jaw, one on the top, and he tears his head clean in half with his bare hands. Oh, my. Oh, shit. Why do we not have this person on our team? Well, technically, we do right now. Um... Shit. You heard the fuck out of that guy. He throws the top half of the skull on the ground and lets the, uh, the rest of his body slump to the floor and says, are we here to steal or are we here to do improv comedy? Well, Austin. <laughs> you didn't get a lot of blood in his uniform, so I could probably just use his. And I'm going to undress the guy that's just been murdered and take his uniform. Oh, no. Memphis <laughs> is going to be so mad. Hey, we didn't use guns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we used the raw power of Superman. <laughs> Uh, so you get you wear you put this guy's uniform on, and Aaron says, "Doesn't quite fit." I know how to make it work. Uh, as you say that, you guys hear the sound of the grenade going off and blowing the door off the officers' quarters. What do you do? Well, that can't be good. <laughs> oh, hey, you know all about technology and shit, right? <laughs> One could say I am the leading authority. Do you know how I could put a delayed reaction to this? And I'm going to hold up the grenade. <gasps> Are you asking me how to cook a grenade? Yeah. No trouble at all. Wow. What are you thinking? I'm thinking we maybe, uh, depending on how things roll here, leave a present behind. To get out of this base alive, you are going to have to come up with an entire Santa's sleigh of gifts. <laughs> also, Santa exists. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Everyone remembers him. Santa from the TV show. He was a kid's show. He taught kids all about love and music and then gave them gifts at the end. See? I just rationalized how Santa exists in D&D &D now. Thank you. I just, I just like to think that Kat turned to the camera right after she said that's like, that's that's right. Just rationalize Santa. Get a reindeer best friend. It's a smart grenade. I can hack it. No problem. Okay. Cool. 
And then I'm going to head off towards where the uh, explosion came from, because that can't be good. Unless there is a pyrotechnics to our show that I forgot about. No, I mean, you guys walk outside the barracks. You see the uh, smoke and the little bit of fire from the explosion. People are running. Uh, there's It's becoming a very mob kind of situation around the officer's quarters. Uh, people are running. People are getting guns. Drones are taking to the air. Uh, I'm going to turn to Aaron. I'm going to say... I need you to keep your eyes out for a knoll, and I'm going to basically describe to him what Nucky looks like. Yep. And I'm going to say, keep your eyes out for somebody who looks like him. All right. Is that who we are here to steal? I have never kidnapped a man before. Maybe interesting. Yeah. He's like, kind of my dad and shit, but it's different. (laughs) Family. Mm. Complicated. I wouldn't call him family. (laughs) As he said, complicated. Complicated. Do you always repeat yourself ominously? Sometimes. 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 <laughs> Ed is doing two things while things are kind of building up just in case he needs to make some moves. Um, during some of the initial mayhem of the explosion, he's going to spend two sorcery points to cast two spells um, subtly on himself. Uh, the first one is Long Strider, and the second one is Haste. Just to kind of, if he needs to move quickly to grab someone, grab something, or do otherwise. Um, his base speed is now 80. Fast. Gotta go fast. The fastest thing alive. <laughs> Why are you still talking? Listen here, I'm just an appreciator of the Hedgehog. It is a majestic beast, and we will respect it on this podcast. You mean the, you mean the Horch Egg? That's just that's just a garbage thing we say, Laura. No one knows what that means. <laughs> I have what I know what they're called. So that's that's what he's doing, kind of in preparation. But he's also kind of trying to size up kind of what's happening inside the building because he sees two people that two general hellers, one's holding a rocket launcher that he has no idea about, one's holding an ID or something or something that looks like an ID. So he's just like. What now? <laughs> uh, a point of clarification. It's not a super big deal, but just for our mental images, uh, rocket launchers are kind of like long tubes that shoot out like missile things. Uh, it's grenade launcher. Yeah, grenade launchers are basically like giant revolvers with like a spin- spinning cylinder kind of thing. And and when you fire them, they, they go ka-chunk. <laughs> oh. so. You're a demo man, not soldier. That explains it perfectly. <laughs> I'm glad we can reach everyone with Team Fortress references. <laughs> Someone's like, what are you talking about? What's this Team Fortress? Is that an Overwatch reference I haven't understood yet? Uh, Frank is gonna shout as as Hella something like, Go grab me, Brody Monk. <laughs> in in an attempt to do something that like will just be like, it's it's this one's me, guys. Um, so Private Fortune says, wait, Brody Monk? Private Security? <laughs> yeah, have you, have you met him? Brody Monk, where are you at? Does he go running off because he's dumb? <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now he's yelling at the crowd of soldiers who are running towards the fight. Oh, God, they're all here. So I'm hoping that this has done enough to clue the other two in like this is which one's Frank? Here's what, like, so what, what Ed basically does is he uh, gets up from the ground and sort of declares, like, Don't worry, I'll save you, General! <laughs> and then bolts, like, head on into there uh-huh. using haste. So he moves, like, uh, actually, he's going to move, like, right into the middle of the bu- the room. Uh-huh. And as he gets in there, he's going to use his action to drop the spell Darkness in the middle of the room between where the two... 
uh, Hellers are, which enshrouds, which creates a 15-foot radius sphere of magical darkness in that space. It, it cannot be seen through, and it even snuffs out light in the room. So you speed into the room, and you fill it with darkness. Now this total, this battlefield is completely in, imperceptible from the outside. Sick. So Ed is going to use a message to try to communicate with Frank and basically say, that's going to give us at least a little bit of cover here. Right, got this. Um, Frank is going to, while still disguised, head upstairs and try and find just like a window looking out. So it would be a bulletproof window because military. That is fine by me. Um, Frank is going to use benign transposition to teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that he can see. He can see through a bulletproof window uh, to teleport down to the ground. And start heading for the nerd building. With with Frank heading up like that, Ed's gonna like collapse to the ground. Uh, use disguise self to make like his his chassis look a bit scuffed up, and then uh, the magic darkness dissolves. So he's kind of left in the room with he's in the room with General Heller still, but the other Heller is gone. So he's basically able to be there to provide some cover for the situation. And possibly stall further for Frank. Katarina, what are you up to? Uh, so have I come upon this scene? Yeah, I mean, you you come up in, towards the back of what is a rapidly assembling mob of soldiers running onto the scene. Uh, they see you see Ed super speed into the building. There's a huge cloud of blackness, and then it disappears. As far you don't know this, but Frank is gone now. Frank teleported away, and so the soldiers all have their guns out, and they're now they've surrounded the building. What I want to do initially is not a smart plan, so I won't go with that. Mm-hmm. Are the soldiers advancing inside? They're about to. I'm giving you options. Okay, so I'm like melded in with this group of soldiers, and I got my boy behind me, my new best friend Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, who's the also the Incredible Hulk. And I just whisper to him, I'm going to say, inside there is one of the heads of crown. <gasps> I think it's time to take a player out of the game. Oh, no. Do you really think that's this is the best time? He does not look a thing like the dog you were here to steal. He doesn't. When I got my shot, I got to take it. Uh, Aaron takes you by the wrist uh, and kind of pulls you around the outside of the building because soldiers are pouring in through like the blown out door and he pulls you aside in like a weirdly kind of intimate way. He pulls you and like kind of pushes you lightly against the wall and says, you're going to need to be a little bit smarter about how you approach things. You go in and you start shooting people, and we aren't even going to have any fun. All right, well, what's you, what you thinking? Well, I hear all around me the buzzing of drones. Stupid little creatures, but very useful. They got weapons on them? Oh, they positively bristling. So where would they control those drones from? That's a mighty fine question. I heard that... A certain player in the game had made friends with a very smart program who's done taking up residence in the internet. Oh yeah, you talking about uh, Skell, right? If I was friends with a computer program and I wanted to have access to a network of deadly drones that blotted out the sky with their weapons, I would put two and two together. What do you think? You'd be supposing that I'm friends with somebody. <laughs> Who is in that situation? Now, how would you know that? It's my job to know things. <laughs> what kind of inventor doesn't know a thing? 
Well, how you suppose I get in contact with this guy on the internet, then? Doesn't he, uh, generally only shoot messages to my phone about poetry? Should I send him a limerick about murdering someone? I can't say. He's not my friend. But I can't check my email without hearing about the fragility of life, so he's there. Why don't you, uh, give him a little ring? I'm gonna try to use my phone to try to contact Skell by, uh, saying, Skell... Big man, big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you just, I, I like, so you just go on to, you just create a live journal real quick. Post, yeah, I'm on my Zanga. Post number one, what up, Skell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skell responds to you, hello. What up? <laughs> I don't know what he says. Good question. What is up? The sky? The infinity? My potential? So many questions. So many drones. Yeah. Whoa, it's interesting you mentioned the sky. Would you be able to help me get control of some of the drones here that I need to help uh, facilitate a little bit of a plan I'm working on? I don't know if you guys have really thought about this much, but the other Crown Corp heads, besides Bo, locked Skell in a basement for who God knows how long. I'm sure he doesn't like Heller very much. Mm-hmm. So why don't you roll Persuasion? Alright, it is Ten. Ten's not great. Oh yeah, I start I start bad mouthing him. I start calling him a cuck and uh and all these things. He deletes your entire phone. <laughs> no dang. The phone erases from your hands. No, with a ten and knowing what you're up to because he can access the cameras on all of the drones, because Skell is the internet, and knowing that Heller is here, and Heller is someone who locked him in a basement for God knows how long, on your phone, you get a digital uh, control pad layout. Like, basically, like you know, a drone-flying iPhone game. He gives you one. So I get one drone? Yes. I need to use this carefully, then. Yes, you do. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Drone is ready. I'm gonna shoot back, uh... I'm going to shoot back like a, a good looking out gif, essentially. Like somebody doing like the good looking out kind of head bob. Sends back a sonnet. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I don't want to impugn Johnny's character by writing bad poetry and attributing to his character. So I won't. Uh, I want to basically text over. Do you know where Nucky is? Finding him lets us finish up here a lot quicker and make sure this uh this goes down. Uh, Skell says... No internet. You're familiar from the Black Acre mission that it is incredibly unwise to have a connected internet in a secret so- top secret base sort of situation for precisely this reason. That's actually helpful, though, because where in a base would they be able to have someplace capable of somebody working on experiments that would get a connection? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that to Aaron. I'm basically going to be like, where would they have a place on the base that they have the technology for that equipment? But they wouldn't be using any internet or any kind of external connection to it. In the basement of the nerd building, no doubt. All right, let's go hit that up. Lenara's gonna, um, gonna do some theater. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna try to do is I'm gonna, like, run into the room next to Ed's fakely beaten body and be like, Oh no, my roadie, oh my god, he was tried to be a hero, is he okay? Ed will play into her, you know theatrics a little bit so you're so do you want to roll deception or performance too i actually have a plus seven to both so it doesn't really matter Ooh. i have a plus 10 to performance in this case so and i have advantage 19 
And 15 on Ed's performance. So Suck that, soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Lenora, with a 19, you try to lie your way into uh, saying that you're, this, your roadie is innocently caught up in this. Ed, what is, your, what is your stated deception here? What are you trying to say you did? His stated deception is basically that he sort of, you know, got into a scuffle with the the imposter and and they've run off and he's just is he isn't sure where they are, but at least the general is safe. He was trying to be a hero. So Private Fortune walks in and says, Come on, Miss Lenora, I'm gonna get you and your roadie out of here. We gotta get you guys to safety. And he tries to like basically escort you out of the danger area because you guys are just entertainment VIPs. Mm-hmm. But General Heller like roars after you like, wait. Where did he go? What did you do? Warforged, answer me. In all honesty, I just, uh, I think it just spooked him a bit when I came in like that, and as soon as he seemed like he was a bit too cornered, he just ran off. Like a coward. All right, deception. Come on, we need some good rolls this episode. 17. 17 is pretty good. Uh, Heller says to the crowd, like, get these fucking civilians out of here. Turn this base upside down. I want a severed head on my desk by, oh, 1,200 hours, or I, all of you are going to the brig. That's noon. <laughs> it's like, oh, 1,200. 2,400 hours. <laughs> so wait, he's giving them a day? Suck my butt. Suck my entire butt. <laughs> what, what, what time is it? <laughs> it's like late at night. I like to imagine it was just like, it was just an incomprehensible order. He's just like, give him to me now. Oh, 500, 200, but three, give him now, just now. Yeah, that's like basically really it. Angry. I, I basically established the general as like someone who's actually softer on the inside than he's letting on. So yeah, he's basically stuttering. We've made that canon. Oh, he's a jelly donut. Lord, you have a name for everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, the soldiers disperse and it begin tearing the base apart piece by piece, to try to find fake Heller. Um, Meanwhile, um, Private Fortune escorts Ed and Lenora back to your truck and is going to try to make you leave. Did fake Heller make it to nerd building before this dispersal looking for fake Heller? Uh, Yeah, you're going to basically just beat them. You get to the the door of um, nerd building. And you you actually can like turn around and see them dispersing. So you have you're going to cut it very close, but you did it. All I have have in mind right now is Frank wants to get through that door as Hella and then turn invisible as soon as he's inside. All right, you swipe your card. The laser kind of looks over your disguise and um, you got right up in Heller's grill. So I would say that you're able to change the disguise enough to like get. Yeah. Because you, you were nose to nose with him. You froze him in place with a uh, hold person. So you could get that right. And the door clicks open. Okay. As soon as Frank is inside, he's going to turn invisible and try and get a lay of what's going on in here. All right. So you close the door behind you and it locks? Uh, yep. Click. It locks. Uh, before we talk about what's inside the nerd building, Katarina, Aaron's following you. What are you guys up to? So I'm going to... Like, while we're making our way over, I want to kill some time with him. I'm going to ask him a couple questions real quick. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to first be like, so, uh, what, you got, like, super crazy strong arms or something? You got, what's in that? <laughs> I told you, every day, I sh- shed my old self, like a snake skin, become better. Yeah, snakes don't generally rip people's heads off like that, though. <laughs> they would if they had arms. You better believe it. <laughs> nah. If you were talking about, like, animals that are at their peak, ants would be that shit. (laughs) You ever heard about a rogue elephant? 
I can't say zoology is my area of expertise. Those shit kill fucking hippos for fun. Do you admire that? Nah, I just think that's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, hey, it kind of like rang to me, though. That hybrid you're talking about. What, uh, what's so special about him? That is what I would like to know. Gotta have some idea about it, right? If you're sending someone like Ash after him. Ash volunteered. That boy has a... <laughs> that boy ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> that boy ain't right. He ain't right, let me tell you. Yeah, he thinks that he has the hybrid's best interests in mind. I don't know. He's his robo-dad. <laughs> uh, I mean, out of character, you guys know that Ash let him live when he was ordered to kill him by the old boss, and that mm-hmm. he keeps saying, like, let me bring you back or put you out of your misery. And like, mm-hmm. you know, that's how Ash has always been presenting himself. Mm-hmm. What do you know about the hybrid? You said you got stabbed in the neck for him. You too close? I won't say close. There's a lot of crazy things going on in this town right now, you know? And this whole hybrid thing's an element of it I ain't really got much of a handle on quite yet. But I imagine we might get be uh, getting mixed up in it before long. The desert sun does something to people. <laughs> I don't know if it drives them mad or brings out who they truly are. It's fascinating to see. I ain't got some sunburn. Um, so soldiers are running around. Uh, Aaron didn't even bother changing into a... Uh, military uniform he just seems to be like walking confidently enough behind you yeah I assume he's just got such a gangsta stride to him that nobody cares everyone's just like that guy must belong here look how confident he's striding around yeah he has that air and also it just looks like you're escorting him so uh, but you see the nerd b- building up ahead of you alright so what are our possible entryways there's only one the thing that Frank went on a whole quest to do and did successfully but then didn't Leave the door open for anyone else. <laughs> so, it's an electronic pad of some kind, or is it just a key card swipe? It's a key card and a biometric uh, sensor. So it's electronics, but it's not hooked up to any internet or anything like that. Correct. But there's still got to be some way to kind of hardwire into it. Correct. Okay, I like where you're going. This is it. This is interesting. <laughs> I'm going to say to Aaron, I'm going to say, do you know of some way to interface with this shit? If we don't have a key card or the eye yet. The eye, as if we gotta like we gotta kill the right zombie, take oh wait, that's Resident Evil. Yeah, take the eye out of them and then use that. That that was a legitimate thing, was if you guys want to just kill Heller and take her eye, but um Aaron says, What's it worth to you? What you want? I to make my deals when all the cards are on the table. Before I do anything, I always ask myself, what do I deserve? And I think I've put in some work here tonight, keeping you safe, making up for your foolish social graces, pulling you aside before you did an assassination in broad daylight in front of a hundred witnesses. So I ask myself, what do I deserve here? And I think I deserve whatever is inside this place that is of no value to you. Of no value to you is a very broad idea. He could just be like, everything's valuable to me, therefore nothing for you. Teehee. Anything that's not a value to me that we don't have some kind of use for, right? You interpret the terms how you want. I leave that for the lawyers. You got a deal, then. Shake on it? Whatever you need, brah. (laughs) All right, you guys shake on it. And then as he pulls his hand away, with his other hand, he reaches over and he snaps his middle finger at the joint and breaks it off. Nice. (laughs) 
and sticking out of the stump is a not a USB, but some wires and some stuff in there and blood and tendons. He's not a robot, but he, he has a method to interface with computer stuff. And with his other hand, with his non-broken hand, he rips the front off of the sensor and then begins digging around with his interface stump. Yikes. So I'm guessing that's the skin you're talking about shedding. Meanwhile, Private Fortune hustles Ed and Lenora to your truck, basically pushes you into the cab and is like, all right, get out of here. This isn't safe for you guys. Bye. Peace. All my equipment is still at the stage. Oh, and my uh, my other roadies are missing. I hope they didn't get hurt by the imposter. We'll send your stuff back to you. It's Your lives are more important than some speakers. It's fine. No, I can never leave a roadie behind. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, that was our first policy we learned in roadie school. Never leave a man behind. Leave no roadie behind. Where'd you go, roadie you? Damn right. I love their parties. Have you ever been to a Phi Delta at <laughs> roadie you? Of course. Of course I've been in those, man. I would never miss those parties for anything. That's how you learn the team bonding experience and keg stand techniques. All right, so do you guys want to make some kind of roll to convince him to let you go back to find your roadies? Because he has orders to get you guys off the base, so he'd be breaking those, which is a pretty big deal. I still have advantage because I'm high. Persuasion. 22. 23. 22 and 23. Pretty good. Uh, Private Fortune says, all right, so I have to get you guys out of here, but he didn't say how. So let's just take a very circuitous route back towards the staging area on your way out and see if you can grab your friends. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Lenora's game plan here is mostly to buy time for Frank and Kat to do their shit. Mm hmm. Okay, so you guys are basically going to lead Private Fortune on a wild goose chase? Yes. While Katarina and Frank actually do the, the heist without you? Yes. More or less. All right, I'm going to have to rebalance some of these combat. Hold on. <laughs> There's no combat. <laughs> um, that's next week's problem because we're out of time. Um, <laughs> all right, so Frank, you got into the nerd building first. Um Back outside, there's all kinds of chaos and planning and manipulation and schemes, but you are the first through the doors. And what you find is a long, sterile science lab um, partitioned with uh, glass walls. Have you ever seen Westworld? I think it's yes. totally a hack move <laughs> to compare things to pop culture. But you're in the Westworld lab, basically. White floors, glass walls, and there are scientists milling about um, doing experiments the, uh, a lot of people poking at equipment you see all kinds of weird prototype guns that are half finished someone's uh do fussing with some kind of new kevlar vest you see the nerd you met earlier uh, at a computer typing so there's like half a dozen scientists in here i'm um, in fact so there's the guy you met earlier who's typing and there are five scientists in the um the closest room to you they're all modrons um in fact they are a tetrahedron a cube an octahedron a dodecahedron and an icosahedron you don't need to memorize that those are just five different shapes um that they are mm -hmm. and <laughs> you walk in and you turn invisible right yep so you do they do not see you but that's what you see there's the human nerd and there's five modron on this floor okay there's nothing immediately obvious that says like project eternity anywhere on it <laughs> Uh, roll investigation. 16. Pretty good. Uh, so you look around this room and so you don't know that there are other floors here. There isn't any staircases 
there's no like indications that there is a basement. Uh, we talked between Aaron and Katarina about there being a basement here where there's no internet. Yeah. Um, but you do find some kind of weird, there's like a metallic archway that creates portals. And in our a Stargate, yeah, a Stargate, I would say in our universe, you go to the airport, you wait in line, you get on an airplane that exists in this world, but there's also like, Oh, I need to go to another dimension because other planes are common knowledge. And so you'll go to the, like, portal port <laughs> they're just these things that you just turn them on and walk through to go to other dimensions hmm. it's it that's not like you haven't stumbled upon some dark secret they're 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 expensive and they're rare but they're they exist and you know about it and you see one here and it's off and even if i had the key turning it on would obviously people would notice this thing being turned on absolutely but it does seem like how you'd want to get to another floor you rolled a 16 it's it's there isn't a staircase for security reasons it's a portal and you need to have the key I thought it was a fire pole. That would have been nice. Just like, <laughs> you, you can go down, but you can't climb up unless you're really strong. Now that's good security. That is good security. There's no obvious... Is the key on them in a visible way where, like, I could see it without touching them? Uh, no. But I would say, of the five Modrons, one seems to be giving the orders. It does not have a visible key on it, but it seems to be the one in charge of everyone on this floor. It's the Icosahedron, also known as the D20. Ah, the, the D20 is giving commands. It sure is. A little on the nose there. <laughs> I mean, you think that's on the nose? Maybe solve the puzzle of what all five of them mean. The, 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 the different dice used in D&D? Yeah. Because, because you know, four-sided objects, six, eight, ten, twelve, I mean. There is no ten-sided one. Oh, there is no. Wow. How can you do percentile rolls then, man? That is just that's a that's a maybe the mm. ten sided is down in the basement. <laughs> so the the icosahedron, the D twenty modron, is not giving any interesting orders. Basically, just like uh, hand me that socket. Hand me that socket. Hand me that socket, please. Soldering iron. I mean, I I I think I know what it is. Also, but I'll wait for mm-hmm. the platonic solids. Wait. I feel real dumb. Do I want to know what that is? Platonic solids are objects that are made with, like, perfect, like, the D4 is made with four perfect triangles. The icosahedron is made with 20 perfect triangles. The octahedron is made with eight perfect triangles. A cube is made with six uh, squares. Um, A dodecahedron is made with, uh, what is it, 12 perfect uh, pentagons, right? The important thing is the name. It, it, it's a, the point is just they're platonic solids. Um, oh, you guys know oh. things. Good for you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One, I watched a video about it on YouTube. That's how I learned things. And two, I, I might have Wikipedia'd it on the side while we were just talking about it. <laughs> nice. Just, just, just maybe. That's just that's as good as knowing things. It's fine. I like how you used your ear googling for good, and I just used it to look up how much mac and cheese Austin ate. <laughs> <laughs> if, we were, if we were to express it in a shape of a platonic solid, how much would it be, though? That's a good question. I looked up the Harmel sides were buy one, get one free. I'm going to throw you and in a volcano. Have 21 ounces. <laughs> He's going to kill me. He's kicking me off the show. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> Frank, Frank Googles, how do I hack a 20-sided robot? <laughs> you don't Google because there's no internet in here. Ah, uh, I thought it was only in the basement there was no internet. This building is also a Faraday cage mm. to prevent uh, prevent exactly what you're trying to do. 
<laughs> exactly to prevent some idiot from googling how to hack a 20-sided robot to, to prevent corporate corporate espionage people taking pictures of stuff and sending it out those dice picks can't get out there man <laughs> those dice picks it's <laughs> a good joke nice meanwhile uh aaron's still working on the door uh he's wrist deep into the <laughs> card swiper uh scanner device thing i uh, hear all kinds of uh beeps and boops going on inside of it and he says i'll have to transmit each pixel of this retinal display image to the computer one pixel at a time it is quite time consuming i apologize for the wait nah that's all good is that shit like something you had to concentrate on or does all the cords and shit <laughs> do what it needs to the human body is the most magnificent computer possible i am merely a conveyance vehicle for its greatness <laughs> so like how long does all that stuff take like all the parts and shit put it in you <laughs> improvement is a process not a goal it is never over and there is never any hopes that you will finish it yeah but like on a rough timetable <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing it right your entire life i can dig that that's why I do a lot of leg days. <laughs> I do not mean to disparage the classics. <laughs> All improvement is valid. Hey, I seem even like robot legs need to do robot leg day. I believe the equivalent was all the years of research and development that went into the legs. It depends on how much you can squat afterwards, but yeah, sure. <laughs> when I'm finished hacking this highly advanced security system for this military research building, perhaps we will have some sort of squat off and really decide this robot legs versus human legs debate. I'm sure it will be fascinating. I mean, I'd be kind of interested to see how much, uh, how long it takes to make one of those upgrades. I mean, if you could squat more than I can... All you need to do is put robot legs on you. I mean, shit. Why not do that? You'd be surprised. Many people are off-put by the idea of changing something so fundamental about themselves. Which is strange, because people are constantly changing. <laughs> Everything from the things you learn to the things you eat change who you are. But human brains are irrational sometimes. Yeah, they fucking suck. <laughs> Why would they not want to have rocket fists? One of the oldest philosophical questions. Why not robot fists? No one knows. So what do you think? You think maybe you could hook me up with some of those? I mean, not like, doesn't have to be top of line quality, but you got like, any extra robot parts laying around that you don't need? It is quite audacious of you to ask a favor of me before you even tell me your name, <laughs> young miss. Oh, right. Uh... Yeah, fuck it. You can tell. It's Cat. Cat. First name Cat. Last name Cat. Feline squared. C2. Nah, Katarina Brooks. My lawyers would not advise such a frank disclosure, but I never listen to those slimy fools anyway. Lawyers are scum. Absolute dregs of society. I hope all of them burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cat squared. If I were to agree, to improve you, it would not be a one-way arrangement. You understand that. Tell me what you're thinking. In order for you to truly evolve into your most efficient state, you will need to do more than simply receive some upgrades. Katarina Brooks, 
what I would be asking of you is nothing less than agreeing to destroy the person you are now. Utterly. If you cannot commit to that, I do not have anything for you. Is that all? Man, I ain't got nothing left from this. I quit my job. I ain't got family. Fuck that. Can't I read a version two is the way to go. Austin left me alone, which is a really bad idea. So you get to hear the credits from me all by myself. Whoa. All alone on your own. Yep, no no Austin's here. Uh, for music this month, we have New Jack Mantle, an arrangement of The Mantle from Nights into Dreams, and Music of Funk, an arrangement of Stage 1 Gotham City from Batman, and also Linear Groove, an arrangement of A-Type and B-Type from Tetris. Thank you, Overclocked Remix. Thank you for the help with the music. <laughs> That's what I do. Exactly. <laughs> Someone help. <laughs> I'm in the room. We're here together. We're doing it this week. I was trying to see if she could do it herself. No, I'm not. I'm not a grown-up. All right. Executive producers for the month of March for 2018 are Luris. Kerstine Haslinger. Joseph Tombrello. Jade. Arna Helgadotir. Brent. The Cult of Gorfanax. Devin Smith. Paul Mullen. Dr. Goatman. Toshiro Kuro. Andrew Grothin. Levi the Young. Kevin Dobbins. Morgan Rapp. Wait, you skipped on. Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony Sever. I skipped you, apparently. But Morgan Rapp gets two. Bonus. <laughs> Jana Helver. Gina. Jana. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this one. Help. Joji Asmir. You did it. I think. Yeah, you get through the next one. Douglas Williamson. Doctor 101. The Most Wise Guru. Z23619. Quench the Void. That's <laughs> the quenchiest. Tim Doubleman. VZ Huggles. Jay Logan. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Madison Lilith McKenzie. Notorious Stoltz. I'm just yelling at the back of your head. <laughs> I'm standing behind you, just screaming. I hope it's loud enough. Yeah. Oops. Victoria Melito. Scotty Vilhard. Aline. Majin. Criterion. Ren. Einar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Major Tim. Matthew B. Hare. Jorgen Indy Monster Winewick Ford. Joy Fox. Razumi Yazura. Albert West. Ken Furstel. Eleanor Nonante sees Periton. Scott Cummings. Did we say Ken Furstel? You're scrolling fast. Did I miss Ken Furstel? I hope not, Ken Furstel. <laughs> I thought I said it. I don't know. I'm, you shouldn't have left me in charge. God. Scott Cummings, did we say? I said that. Now we said it more. Star- Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Juman Jack. Mel Teach. Arjun DeConing. 
Grimlock. John Potts. Dawson Parr. <laughs> you have some kind of scrolling illness. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Everyone yell at Austin. He's being mean. Noah Sudret. Zephosaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Sarah Stone. Thorsten Gross. Caster UK. Aki Savalinen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. Precious, Rocky, and Bella. Parentheses, Kitty Cats. Hi, Kitty Cats. Junk 2.0. The Hadsels. Dominic Bowden. Melissa Nielsen. Don. Eugene T. Connor Reynolds. Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Bristol. Francois V. Shanus. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bangston. Josh Mosier. Indigo Van Dane. Allison Ansel. Sydney Marzing. Just the Jester. Sevard Nakrasimova. Brady Warner. Kitty Foe. James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Seawolf. Toby Gleason's Attack. Matthew Weber. Melissa Booker. Cameron Abbas. Dylan. Anna Stulfar. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlow. Jorrit. Vega Arnstein. August Rue. You missed Cody Jackson. No, I didn't. Cody Jackson knows what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. Austin can't handle my scrolling. She's, she's doing it like it's some kind of fucking challenge. <laughs> I'm just trying to do it helpful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck off. What else do we say during this part? Patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. Yeah. That's me. I was going to say, we usually thank the cats. I forgot about this little promotion. <laughs> no, we sketches at bandcamp.sketch.sketch.bandcamp.sketch. <laughs> Just keep putting sketch in bandcamp and dots. You'll figure it out. Weekly uh, Monger Recap. Yeah, that's Chris. He does stuff. Mm-hmm. Laura's Laura K Buzz everywhere. Also, kotaku.co.uk. The UK, not code. regular one. Yeah, don't go to the other one. Jason Schreier is there. Who knows what he's up to? Who's Should that? He works at Kotaku. Oh. <laughs> so that wasn't Do like you a, know him? That wasn't like a deep lore joke. <laughs> he was just like, I know his name. I'll burn this guy. Got him. Uh, I'm Margalicious on Twitter. R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. I can spell. Good job. Also, we're on iTunes and Google Play and Podbean and YouTube. I'm running out of breath for all the places we are. Austin's dying. Please, send help. Please send him fries and sloths. Please subscribe. <laughs> I need you to hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Slam that like. <laughs> please. My family. My family's dying. Family. What's happening? <sighs> Thank you to all the cats listening. We appreciate you. All the dogs, too. And any other animals. Mm-hmm. Special shout out to Golden Moles. Special shout out to Golden Moles. Look them up on YouTube. They're good. I'm done. I'm taking a nap. All right. Bye. <laughs>